Hey everyone, welcome back to the With Love K podcast. I'm your host, Casey Beju. And by the time that this episode goes up, we've officially been in a pandemic for the for a whole year. That feels crazy to say. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like saying it out loud sounds really crazy. The fact that we've been living this for a whole year is kind of insane. So, I don't know if it's just me, but personally, I feel like so much time has passed, but at the same time, no time has passed. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that scene from, I don't remember if it's like, I don't remember if it's the first Twilight movie or the second one. I think it's the first one. I'm not sure. To be honest, I'm not like a cult fan of the of the trilogy. Wait, how many are there? Are there three or like five? I don't even know how many movies there are. But that scene where Belle's in her room and like the months go by, that's exactly what the pandemic is feel like felt like for me at least. Where it's like time is flying around you but you're still like standing still like it's a crazy feeling and i thanks to snap memories i was looking back at some pictures and videos that i took a year ago and we were all celebrating the fact that we didn't have to go to mocks or take mocks the following day So for those of you who don't know, I took the IB program and so the IB consists of basically a, it's a a high school diploma program where at the end of the two years, so it's junior year and senior year, at the end of the two years, you take an exam based on everything that you've learned. There's like three or two, two to three different tests that you have to take for each class. And I remember, I think like my first one, I remember that I took one of my psychology ones and i think i was also studying for like an econ one but i didn't really study like honestly i was not ready for those mocks like the only one that i was ready for was the one that i took right before the pandemic and that was because it was like the easiest one that we had but i remember we were all celebrating that and we genuinely thought that the pandemic was only gonna last like until like summer everyone was saying like oh no it's fine you know we'll just i remember oh my god i remember clearly i think school was only canceled until like april and then they kept on pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back and i recently recently saw that my high school they opened back up but it's almost like you don't have to go unless you've been told so basically depending on i don't know if it's your grades or like your performance or whatever but if you don't want to go you don't have to go unless like the school tells you like oh no you need to come here and like sit here for seven hours and do the whole thing i don't know i could not imagine what actually going physically to school in a pandemic was feel like because my school we had like really big classes like the classes were at least 20 people like not always but a lot of them were like 20 people in a class and the classrooms aren't huge like you'd only be like half a meter away from someone at all times so having all those people back and somehow being two meters apart is really hard but i saw some pictures and 
in one classroom there were like only three people but i also get why they would open back up especially because i think this year's seniors have to take the exams and i remember when i was getting ready for them i knew that i wasn't ready and because of some like teacher situations that we had to deal with we hadn't even covered a lot of the material that was going to show up on that exam so i was really freaking out about that i remember that clearly (laughs) but yeah i think it was crazy to actually think that there was all of that going on. None of us really took it serious. Remember, I I was studying for one of my mocks that we were gonna do online anyway. They didn't they weren't worth anything. They, we we just kinda did it for funsies, but I remember I was FaceTiming one of my friends and she was telling me about how her mom bought her all of these wipes for when they opened school back up and I took a picture and I was like, She's ready for she's ready with her wipes for school and to think that we never actually went back like i officially haven't sat in a classroom for the past year and that's crazy to think like i finished my senior year and i'm in my second like i'm in my second quadrimestre or quarter of college and i haven't sat in a classroom for a year but i mean as crazy as everything has been i think that it's also been a blessing in disguise for me myself personally i am privileged and lucky enough that all of my immediate family is fine we're all healthy um i had a couple family members that did get covid but Thankfully, they're okay. They fought through it, and everyone in my family is okay. We, I'm privileged enough that my parents were able to completely work from home. So for me, it has been hard in different ways. I mean, the pandemic has been hard on absolutely everyone. I think no one can come out of this and say like, oh, no, it wasn't hard. Because it definitely was. It is. It still is because it's still going on. But I think the opportunity to just be with myself (laughs) has been a blessing for me. It has really forced me to grow and go outside of my comfort zone while still being in a comfortable spot where i could try new things with absolutely no risk or very little risk honestly i had so many quarantine hobbies i think the first one was sewing and back then i still hadn't bought like a sewing machine so i was doing everything by hand i remember my back was killing me but eventually i upgraded and i got a sewing machine then i started cooking a lot more and focusing on eating more wholesome or more raw quote-unquote foods where i was eating a lot more vegetables and that's something that's very rare for me if you know me you know that i will not eat a salad i refuse to eat a salad not because of the whole like oh my god it's good for you like it's healthy it's nothing to do with that 
it's to do with the fact that I don't like lettuce. <laughs> I really don't like lettuce. And a lot of people, if it doesn't have lettuce, it doesn't count as, as a salad to a lot of people. So I think that's absolute bullshit, but whatever. I also started baking a lot more. I started making my own bread. I've learned how to make ice cream. I learned how to make ratatouille. I did not like it. But it, okay, before anyone attacks me, I did not like it because of the taste. The taste is actually really great. For me, it was more of a texture thing where I don't really, at that point, I didn't eat a lot of vegetables. So biting into a bunch of soft vegetables was not good for me. But what I ended up doing is that I took everything, I just blended it up and I treated it as a soup. It was great. Fantastic. What else? um after that i had like a fitness phase like everyone else i tried chloe tang i really couldn't do it and it wasn't like a oh my god her workouts are so hard like nothing to do with that it was more of a i don't like this method <laughs> because i would look at her and i would like hyper focus on the fact that she looks like a robot just doing the exercises so perfectly and i was like uh i, I can't do this like no <laughs> so i eventually found mad fit and her workouts were great because she has a bunch of like dance ones which is what i prefer doing like if i'm not gonna be in a spin class or if i'm not gonna be in a spin class or a pilates class or like a class sort of thing i'd rather just dance or now i started going on walks that's something that i also did because of the pandemic my dad told me to take the dog on a walk and eventually that upgraded to my now 7 a.m walks with my dogs i either walk for half an hour or an hour depends on the day it depends how i'm feeling it depends how long they stay just like sniffing things you know how dogs are <sighs> what else i also had a netflix phase of course but i where i was just re-watching and binging every single show that i could get my hands on as well as reading i had this one night where i just literally stayed up all night reading this book and it's the book it ends with us by colleen hoover it's so good and the thing is that book really started these conversations in my house where I, well technically the book didn't start i started them but because of the book i started having these conversations with my friends and my family because the book does talk about an abusive relationship and a very toxic relationship and so i started having those conversations of like okay what really like what does a healthy relationship look like and at what point does it become abuse and those are really interesting conversations and if you have the chance i really welcome you to have those conversations with your family and your friends because i think that it's really interesting like really because we've all been in a toxic relationship without knowing it so really being able to be aware of the fact that it was toxic and know those little red flags is really useful and very insightful for yourself and that so that you don't get into that situation again with anyone else um what else did i do well and the fact that i also moved in a pandemic as i've told you guys before i'm back in panama for i don't know how long at least another two weeks maybe even less at this point maybe like 10 more days i don't know I'm, I'm not even sure i don't even have my my flight booked yet but i did 
move during a pandemic and experience that little glimpse of college that I could. I think, honestly, I really like my roommate. We get along super well. Like, we have a really good dynamic. And it's nice living in a building where it's only college students, but at the same time, it can get kind of annoying because obviously there are still people partying in a pandemic, you know, having those big gatherings, and those do happen there a lot, as well as noise, (laughs) you know, teenagers just play loud music, and like, I get it, but sometimes it would be like a Tuesday, and they would be playing loud music, and Mondays and Tuesdays are my busiest days of the week, so I would just be hearing it, and I get so annoyed, (laughs) but I'm thankful for that experience, and honestly, I'm kind of excited to go back. I slightly miss my freedom, but I also miss, I don't know, like the vibe and the energy in that apartment is so nice. And also like I want to start decorating my room because so far the only thing, the only things in my room are my bed and I have like um like a cover on it. But I want to get a new duvet because it isn't really fluffy. So I want something like nice and fluffy and I want to like really make it my own i already have like all the plans of everything that i want to do so i just have to get started on that and also the kitchen like there are some things that i want to do to the kitchen that you know i just have to get there and and do it but i don't know this past year has been very weird and very I don't want to say chaotic, but a little bit chaotic. I feel like so many things have passed, happened in such a short amount of time where you can look at the pandemic, I think, in two ways. Of One way of, it sucks, you know, I'm stuck in my house all day. I can't see my friends. I can't travel. And especially here, since we were literally in a quarantine where we couldn't leave our house. We li- quite literally couldn't leave our house. Because the government sets up, and if you left, you, you, I don't know what they do to you, actually. I don't know if you, I don't know if you go to jail, or, like, they fine you. I don't, I don't even know what happens to you. I don't want to find out either. Or, you can also look at it in a way of, we can grow from it, you know? I think that every experience does have its learning point, you know? Like uh, something that I can learn from this or something that I can use to grow from this. And for me, I think that not only was it because of the pandemic, but also the point that I am in my life of graduating high school, moving to college and like moving out on my own while in a pandemic, while in a pandemic, I think that it really pushed me to learn about myself and really spend time with myself and i don't know like i don't know if it's just me but on tiktok i was getting so many videos using like the sound of your 20s is a time for you to learn for you to be alone and like learn about yourself i'll try to find it like i'll insert it like right here but i was getting that sound a lot and i was like wow you know, I kind of want to do that. Like, I want I want to 
take myself on a little dates and take care of myself and really like be thriving in life even though i'm only 19 like i was having a slight life crisis recently where i saw a life coach i was talking to my psychologist about it and i was just freaking out that i don't know what i'm doing with my life and that scared the hell out of me so yeah (laughs) but i think that honestly for me to figure all that stuff out i don't need a coach i don't need someone to tell me what to do with my life because even though that would be extremely nice that's not the point because regardless deep inside i know that i i know that i know what i want to do with my life it's just very deep in me and i have to just dig for it and eventually find out what that is Because if someone was telling me exactly what to do with my life, I wouldn't want to do it because someone is telling me to. And I feel like I wouldn't have a choice in the matter. But really to figure all that stuff out, I just have to like really sit and think about it and almost like talk to myself like, okay, what do you like to do? What don't you like to do? And like the possible lives that I could have. Because I feel like for myself, there's like five different lives that I want to live, but I only have one lifetime. So it's almost like finding a balance between all of them and finding the common themes within them. But for me, it's like I want to be a successful CEO. But at the same time, I kind of just want to run away and live in like the countryside of France in a little cottage, living my best cottage core life, you know? Which is very different to being a CEO. But at the same time, it's like I have this gut feeling that whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be successful in it. Regardless, I'm going to be very successful and very happy. So, yeah. I don't know if it's just me. But, like, I feel like it's too early to be having these life crises. I'm only, like, I'm literally only 19. Like, I feel like I should at least be, like, 23, like, graduating college but it's it's really crazy because i have i haven't even gone through my first year of college and i'm already worrying about what i'm going to do and how i can start now so by the time by the time that i'm done with college i have something you know like something to my name at least like an llc started you know but i think that's literally just a me problem (laughs) it honestly might just be a me problem and that's okay but even even with that i mean my dad constantly tells me like you're having these crises because or crises i think it is because you have way too much time on your hands and you have time to be worrying about this stuff and freaking out but (laughs) genuinely like i can't help it you know like I'm taking four classes, and I know it doesn't sound like a lot. Like, I don't know, like, I, f- it's the, honestly, it's the amount of classes that my, like, little block of classes says I should be taking this quarter. So, you know, it's really not up to me. It's up to the school. Like, this is the recommendation. But at the same time, it's like, I'm lucky enough where all of my basic needs are covered. So I take all the extra time that I have to self-reflect and, like, really spend time alone and learn more about myself and this is what I've been uncovering in that journey, you know? 
And I started really getting into self-help books. I read In Five Years, and I think it's such a great book. And I think that that was slightly the book that started this, this the most recent life crisis. Where I'm like, okay, I want to be successful. And I want to reach the level of success that the main character had. But at the same time, like, I want to fall in love. And I want to stay in love, you know? Because she was almost getting married without being in love. Which sucks. A, that sucks. B, don't, please don't do that. Don't, future me, don't do that. You guys, please don't do that. Fall in love, you know, and get married while being in love. Both of you. Like, both parties. But at the same time, it's like, we always say, like, oh, I wish that I could just get a glimpse into the future, you know? But in the book she gets a glimpse glimpse into the future and she worries so much about stopping it because she didn't know the circumstances around it you know if you get like a five even like a five minute glimpse into the future you're not getting the full picture you don't know exactly what's going on there so even if you try to stop it you know it's i feel like it's counterproductive like i honestly just want to know if i'm gonna be okay in the future like, if I'm happy and I'm healthy, that's good enough. It's honestly good enough for me. And then I'm also starting... I started this book this week. The book is called Discovering Your Soul Signature, A 33-Day Path to Purpose, Passion, and Joy. So this book... I don't even know how I found this book. I think I found it found it on TikTok. And I think that the only reason why I like looked into it was, one, the cover is extremely pretty. Second... The title Soul Signature sounds very interesting to me, very appealing. <laughs> because like I have this thing where it's like, okay, I wanna be health I wanna be wealthy, but at the same time like I wanna be happy. So I need <laughs> I need to find the balance between both of those. Like something that I love and I'm passionate about, but that can make me money. And so this book, it's like a it's almost like an activity book where you don't really write or do anything. But it's divided into three different sections for each day where you have the morning bit, the afternoon bit, and like the night bit. And it's basically so that you don't take all this information at once and start like really reflecting throughout your day. And then the night bit, you like dream about it or something. It's almost like letting like something marinate, you know? You just let it marinate in your brain. <laughs> I also bought How to Be a Badass and I got a couple others that are more like just me wanting to read i got a good girl's guide to murder we were liars and one of us is next which is the second book to one of us is lying i read that one like two years ago i really liked it so i got the sequel and i'm really enjoying reading like i really like reading (laughs) and especially since i was reading in on the beach or like in the airport having something to do I don't know, like, it just feels really nice. And, like, while I'm on my walk, I either, A, listen to a podcast. I really like Pretty Basic or Anything Goes. Also, a Gals on the Go. I've really been liking that one recently, too. Or I listen to, like, um empowering playlists. So, basically, like, the whole idea of the hot girl walk. I basically do that where it's like I'm not necessarily walking a certain amount of miles or kilometers or whatever or number of steps. 
but I just walk for however long I want it, and I'm just basically manifesting my dream life in my head while doing it, and it's been really great. Honestly, my confidence is really, like, boosting with that. I'm reading over my notes, and I had a couple of questions that I wanted myself to answer. The first one is, what would I tell myself from one year ago? Honestly, I feel like me a year ago was so different. I was still seeing this guy, and, like, I was leaving regardless. So, first of all, I would tell myself that it's fine you'll get over it like it's okay and it's okay to get over someone you don't have to constantly be missing them if that makes sense or thinking of them or wanting to be with them you know you can move on and you're entitled to move on especially when things don't work out and there's no way of them possibly working out in that moment you know if our paths do cross in some distant future that's that's fine i can't stop it but i don't have to be focused on that you know also that you're not gonna have ib exams so you can relax you can you can breathe (laughs) but do fix your ias i remember that i did not i didn't fix one of my ias i think that's why i got such a low grade but fix your ias like really try to fix it (laughs) and I don't even remember what my IA was on. I don't know. I forgot. That and... Don't worry so much about moving and that first interaction with your roommate. Like, really just let things flow. Like, I really thought that walking in there with, like, a pre-made list of topics to talk about was going to be a good idea. Thank God I didn't do that. Thank God. (laughs) But honestly, I'm proud of my past dear self. I feel like I really grew and learned a lot. Where to the point where, like, I know that if I had if I had moved a year ago by myself, I would have gone insane. I think I I genuinely think that I would have moved back home in like within like two months. I would not have survived really. it's almost like it happened for a reason where i needed that time to grow in order to be able to move by myself because now i know that i'm okay and i know that i'll be fine and i am fine when i'm there you know i call my dad every day twice a day almost i give life signals to all my family members like hi i'm awake i'm alive we're good I cook myself very nice meals. I'm sleeping my eight hours, you know. (laughs) Like, I'm really thriving there. But none of that would have happened without the past year. Like, really, I would not be the person I am today without the pandemic. And without all that time that I spent by myself. So thank you, pandemic, for forcing me to grow. Honestly, this is almost like a love letter to the pandemic. Like, yes, you suck. And... But you also forced me to grow. And I am thankful to the fact that I'm privileged enough where I can say that. Where I can say none of my family members have... I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I don't know about that one. But I'm thankful that I can say that 
my family is healthy and we're fine and we're doing well in general regarding the pandemic but i do want to say that i am sorry to anyone who has lost a family member or a friend or just someone in their lives to the pandemic and i want to thank all the nurses and the frontline workers that have literally been put been putting their lives on the line for the past year like i i can't imagine what that must be like being a doctor being a nurse being any medical profession right now i couldn't i cannot imagine what that's like having to deal with the pandemic at such like a like a face-to-face way i i applaud you to be honest your bravery and we could not have made we we couldn't have survived the past year without you so if there is anyone in the medical field listening to this thank you truly thank you and i think with that that is all for today's episode thank you for listening to the with love k podcast with your host casey bejo and i'll talk to you guys next week bye